0: Hello and good evening and welcome to another episode of Religions, Regimes, and Refugees, and their Multicultural Mess and Secular Scam. Thank you so very much for joining me today. I really, really appreciate your support. I hope you liked the last podcast, because I know a lot of you listened to it, and it's been amazing. So thank you once again for your support, and I hope that you are having the conversation. Very important. I hope that you're uh, you're having this conversation with at least five friends. Ask them to have it with five Five friends, and so on and so forth, and ask and, and if you could please, please share this on your social media post. That'll be fantastic. Um, today we're going to do something special because I was listening to uh, debates on this, on various debates. The topic of today is is secularism in the business of war and anarchy. <coughs> Sorry about that. So yes, uh, is secularism a business of war, an anarchy? The answer is yes, my dear friends. Whether you call it secularism, whether you call it multiculturalism, whether you call it socialism, it's all the same. These words, secularism, um, uh, soci- uh, multiculturalism, is a front is a front for socialism, Marxism, and Communism. That's all it is. It is not uh, about equality on the ground. It's not about free-flowing metaphysical energy. It's about making you believe in something which doesn't exist. It's a perception of your mind. Below it is hardcore Marxism Communism and socialism. So they are all in the business of war and anarchy. Okay, so let's just take examples here. We look at the United. We'll start with the United States of America. Okay, the United States of America has been at war since the Second World War. Okay, uh, the Second World War. Uh, when it came, they sent their troops to to Europe. Uh, Europe was decimated by the Second World War, they had to rebuild. In the meanwhile, America came out um, triumphant and they've been the police of the world ever since. Okay? Uh, why? Because the machinery of war means a lot of money for those who invest in these huge factories that produce these arms and weapons okay so absolutely they want to keep the war machine going they want to keep their stocks going they want to keep their factories going and they're in the business of this war so they've been the police of this world ever since okay um they have incl- they've had wars they've had these cold wars that has been going on since the second world war so that means the second world war did not really end okay it did not end uh, the labels changed, but the mentality still remained the same. So you had wars uh, after the Second World War. You had wars in Angola. You had wars in uh, in Africa. Um, socialist wars. Socialist, socialism versus free market economy. You had wars in Yemen. You had wars in Cuba. You had Cold War uh, going on with the Soviet Union. The Indian subcontinent was broken up north on Hindu-Muslim. Hindu-Muslim was a label, a Teflon coating, uh, a symbolic um, cover-up for something more important. Socialism with Nehru and we have um, free market economy with Jinnah. And this was a war that cost 1 million lives, 14 million displaced, anarchy at its worst. Okay, and um, this was another war uh, that had the United States, the United Kingdom, and had uh, the Soviet um, the Soviet uh, machinery, or should I say, uh, investments in this. And it did happen. Uh, it was a continuation of the Cold War, the breakup of the Indian subcontinent. Um, absolutely so the united states has been in war ever since the second world war we forgot vietnam we forgot all these far eastern countries and how they made a mess of this region um they have been involved in wars in south america they have been involved in wars in africa everywhere you go they have been in war the four years of that they have never started a war i mean the old wars are still continuing the four years have been the four years of trump why? Trump is, not, um, Trump is not a warmonger. He's a businessman. A businessman knows something. If you want to get business going, you need stability. Uh, uh, political stability. Uh, once you have political stability, you'll have economic stability, you'll have security in the area, You, uh, there'll be peace, there won't be any war, there'll be no confrontation, there'll be no uh, uh, conflicts because you have stability and you have security. Once you have security, people are willing to invest in the area, people are willing to have business and that's why the economics went all the way up all through the roof uh, when Trump was there. So so Trump meant business, uh, business, business, uh, generating of income, reduction in in uh, reduction in um, in importing of, of um, your energy policy, and he had reduction of war. So he 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 produced his own energy policy. He was a net producer of energy, and from there. He didn't have to depend on the Middle East. The moment he pulled out of the Middle East, the Middle East had to make peace and you saw peace being made with the United Arab Emirates, with the Gulf countries, with Morocco, with Israel, something which had never happened in in fifty years seventy years. So No war during Trump, but all these multiculturalism, secularism, 75 years of that, and you have war. Americans have been involved in creating disturbances, imposing themselves and their way of life on other people, other communities of the world, causing anarchy, starting wars, funding these wars, funding these tribal uh, mafia. Uh, and then providing arms and ammunition to one side and and obviously then that means war genocide. Turbulence. Another group will be will then will then fund the rebels on the other side, and you'll have the clash happening, and it'll it'll just be a spiral of vendettas out and about, and the whole region will go into chaos. Uh, we know that Afghanistan was invaded by Pakistan. They send their they send their Mujahideen into into Pakistan in the name of uh, of helping their Baluch brothers from Soviets in the nineteen seventies. Um, that was also an American, supported by American uh, arms. That led to final setting of the um, final setting of uh, of uh, trap in 1978-79 uh, for the Afghans to come in uh, under the guise of helping the Baluch brothers and funded by the CIA. This was also war. The Soviets walked into the trap and we had nine, 10 years of war, 9 years of war uh, in Afghanistan. It's been decimated and it will never come up in the next one generation, that's for sure. Uh, this is also America and this is Pakistan. Again, someone who looks at um, war war and war so the business of war has been non-stop and the back sheet they show they they'll tell you well you know multiculturalism secularism but all of it is actual Marxism, Socialism, and Communism in a nutshell. We don't forget the, the Bangladesh war, the civil war between East and West Pakistan, supported by the United States of America. Another genocide that happened and it hasn't stopped. So this is the United States. But Trump, who knew about economics, knew about stability, uh, and that war never causes stability, war only is a business of anarchy, and that's why he, he didn't have any more wars. But the left made sure to fund the anarchists of the Antifa, uh, of anarchists of, um, we have the anarchist of the Black Lives Matter movement, and these people create chaos in uh, uh, in the United States, burn down cities, uh, riots everywhere, burning of people, burning of bridges, uh, burning homes. It, it they just created anarchy everywhere you go. There was a suicide mission literally to bring down institutions of the United States, bring down police force, create chaos, and there we go. And so you see, their multiculturalism is another Teflon coating for what's underneath is communism, Marxism, and secularism. And that, that, that was brought down. Again, uh, you see Canada... Canada has been pretty peaceful after the Second World War. It really hasn't got into any type of war ever. Um, It supports on the back. Though it sends its police officers, it sends its military to train people who are affected by these wars to maintain peace, but they don't get into war because Canada is a peaceful country. But in 1993, uh, around 1993, when the, Liberal, when the Conservatives lost power in 1993, uh, the Liberals came to power, another socialist group. By 1995, uh, there was a referendum in Quebec uh, to separate. Now, why, why is it only during the time of these liberals, these identity politics people to separate, to go from one side to the other, us versus them? Because the liberals always create, uh, they're antagonizing, the secularists anti- antagonizing, they're conflictual, confrontational, and they're always about us versus them, English versus French, black versus white, poor versus rich. They have to search for the oppressor and they have to search for the oppressed. There's always a flat earth and there's because we're cycling there will always be people at the bottom of the cycle but they don't understand. So they look at the bottom of the cycle, they look at these oppressors and they will look for people who are... Um, they look for oppress, and then they say, "Oh, now we've got to find an oppressor." And an oppressor is fixed on on that slate bar, like a like a, by birth. So it means if you're white, you're always the oppressor. If you're black, you're always the victim. If you're Hindu, you're always against the dalit. If you're Hindu, you're always oppressing all the dalit and the untouchables. You're always that. You are caste. This is the the mindset of the secular multiculturalists who think that they are egalitarian and everyone else, they are the saviors of the egalitarian world, uh, but on the ground everyone else is oppressed if they do not depend on them. So again, you have anarchy, uh, you have a sort of a, a confrontation when the liberals came to power in 1995. Again, uh, you had after that, you had about 10 years um, of liberalism. Of liberal politics, and in 2006, you have the conservative scheme. Conservatives were all about business. We had the worst financial crisis in 2008. It was uh, this period was led through by Harper government, who were the conservatives. He was the best. Canada was the best fin- nation that came out of this financial crisis because uh, the former prime minister, Mr. Stephen Harper, is an economic hawk. He's an economic hawk. He is an economist, and he did so well. He was the best among the G8 nations to come out of the 2008 crisis. He reduced, he ba- balanced the budget. He the surplus. He had a surplus when he left office, and in came this this whatever you want to call him, Trudeau, who did nothing but double the debt. He's doubled the debt from 650 billion to one. 0.2 trillion, my friend. Double. There is no country in the world that doubles your debt in three, in in, in uh, seven years or nine years. Uh, no country in the world, except for the man they call the Prime Minister of of Canada, uh, the poster child for uh, cannabis, Justin Trudeau. He's doubled the debt. He's all about identity politics. He's all about uh, negativity, putting you down, racism, racism, black lives, Islamophobe. He only knows how to call people names. That's all he does. Call people names. No economic policy to work anything. At least you have Moli investing in economic policies, infrastructure. This man does nothing except smoke bad grass. Um, and that not not he he does he smoke grass, he smokes bad grass, or so whoever whatever he's selling is really bad, so again, you have nothing happening war, secularism, war, anarchy, not war but anarchy he's funding um he is funding Ukraine war. He's funding, funding, funding. There's no us versus. It's always us versus them. Nothing else but us versus them. He has no in- knowledge of what's going on. Um, I mean, yeah, he's got all his advisors. and But you don't need an advisor to know this war is... Is has been going on since 1064. It hasn't stopped. It, it's it's a war. The labels have changed, but the mentality is not. Why is he always getting into this war? Um, the liberals didn't want, did not get into the war in Iraq in 2003. Why is he getting into the war in Ukraine and funding these wars when we have 1.2 trillion dollars of debt? But that, my dear friend, for you is secularism, multiculturalism, which is a Teflon coating for anarchy and, um, and Marxist-communist flatter theory, us versus them. Again, United States and Canada is the same thing. Not the same, I apologize. Canada, United States is way far off. But under Trudeau, uh, by the back door, uh, Canada is, is, is slowly going down that path. It, it, it is. Uh, to the back, though, obviously. Uh, we won't catch up with the United States, but uh, look, we, we are, we're, we're living on their, their fumes, so to speak. Uh, you have coming to India... Okay. Ever since nineteen forty-seven, this so-called secularism, this socialism, the soul of India, which is which is uh, the Nehru Congress, the the Gandhi Nehru Congress, has been nothing but anarchy. They were supposed to give us uh, peace peace uh, partition, or they were supposed to give us independence in peace. That peace never happened. It they were. Totally to blame for that anarchy, they pretended to be great on the front in the front door, but behind they were using the Muslims and the Khilafat movement as as goons to hack their way to society through the, the independence movement and pretended to be uh, lovey dovey and and secular and and peace. Uh, in the front but they knew they were using the muslims um, to do their dirty work behind so you had independence that was a mess we never got really independence from there onwards kashmir is a mess war and more war, war anarchy it hasn't stopped in 70 years you had the nationalized in the east and um, supported by China, only to maintain a, a chaos in 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 the far in the northeast, uh, chaos, non-stop chaos, to keep us constant constantly in, involved in war, and, and not find our peace, not evolve economically, ideologically, but keep us in a negative, uh, anarchy state of mind. Um, so the Chinese funded these nationalists, and in the, the Congress who was ruling this area didn't do anything about it. They wanted the votes, they wanted to stay in power, as long as they were in power, it doesn't matter who was playing cat and mouse on the inside. So they let the Naxalites do what they want, pretended that to send the army to keep it up uh, for security, but in reality, they, they just let the Naxalites do what they wanted as long as they got votes and they were putting the money in the pocket. No infrastructure development, negligible compared to what has been done in the last 10 years. Um, so that's the naughties. On the west, you have Kashmir. In the north, you have Kashmir. In the south, you have uh, their involvement in the in the Sri Lankan civil war, and then of course you have their war, continuous war in Punjab, uh, with Pakistan, uh, funded by Pakistan. But it has been anarchy after anarchy. They have closed the eyes on the mafia on the ground, in the name of votes and getting votes. They've let the mafia do what they want, run around free of cost. Uh, the mafia could do anything in India. Uh, there was bakshees in every single nook and corner. Construction was black money. The the country ran on. black market economy. How do you want a a country to go forward? There is black market economy. The Pakistani mafias on the ground. They're controlling the economics on the ground. They are funding their budget through the mafia in India, on Indian soil, on the ground. uh, And then they're calling out India. saying, India is this, India is bad. But you're using Indian markets to fund your war and then blame India. And the congress needed the votes of the muslims and hence they did not do anything for blowing up bombs nothing the congress did nothing because they were hand in glove with the islamic movements to the back door from india and from pakistan they just let them do what they wanted to so anarchy for 60 years and their ecos and their congress ecosystem for for seventy-five years, that's still on the ground, and that's one of the reasons they are, they are screaming: uh, democracy is uh, democracy is dying. It's not their democracy; it's their socialism and secularism. Oh, that's a Teflon coating for anarchy, which is dying. Their mafia, conflictual. Um, confrontational anarchy, divide and rule that's dying, and real democracy is coming up, and this is what they don't like. So, every time you have the Congress in power or, or not in power, there is war, there's conflict, there's stone pelting, there's riots. Look at them, and they're all about anarchy. The Godra rights was a setup by Congress goons on the inside, complete setup. Um, they were the ones behind the train burning, and they would and their media, the license raj media, was behind the portrayal of of Narendra Modi and the government, um, as some type of oppressors, uh, people who are, um, oppressing the poor minorities, oppressing the the Muslims. They wanted to create this narrative, so they set it up, but their goons. Had the train uh burnt, boogies of the train burnt and and their, their journalists in the um, who are their journalist mafia as I like to call them, on this drug of license raj where they got a cut out of everything they 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 stood in their pulpits and lectured the nation. they had this power in their hand to decide what you think and what you don 't think they had this power. Um So they thought themselves as feudal lords. they were the feudal lords of this so called secular socialist anarchy india um, and yes they didn 't do anything about it they didn 't do anything about it they They fanned the fuels of this anarchy in godra, and now you have another um, you have more anarchy, one of the big events of uh, anarchist events happening under their rule uh, or should I say under that ecosystem you also have the babri masjid where according to um i think it was mark tully from the bbc who who wrote a book on it and said there was an there was a, a deal between the islamic side and and uh, uh, the hindu side uh, to let the babri masjid be converted into a temple um, there was a deal set up the only uh, problem was they needed the okay of the government. The government at that time was Chandrashekar government in coalition with the Rajiv Gandhi Congress. Uh, Chandrasekhar said yes, the former prime minister. Rajiv Gandhi said no because he did not want the credit to go to Chandrasekhar. So he said no. He he bought down the Chandrasekhar government because they were in a coalition, they were in a minority. When they bought down that government later on, uh, we know that unfortunately um, Rajiv Gandhi dies, was assassinated because he's he's assassinated. Uh, We go to polls again. Well, not because, but we go to polls. The Congress wins, and guess what? That is out of that deal is off the table. And the next thing you know, we have the Barbary Masjid come down because they were so furious that they made a deal and they went against their word, even if um, even if the Congress was not involved, they could have still kept their word. They refused to keep their word because they were told by their secular anarchist council that they should not do this. Uh, they should not bring it down because they they should not sign the deal so to keep this war, this anger uh, going on, this movement going on this anarchy going on um, they were counselled by their secular liberals and I'm not going to take the names of who but this was what uh, the article in the newspaper was I think the book was written by Mark Tully and I don't have a copy of the book Uh, but if you ever find that book, go ahead and read it so, um, and, and then confirm it for me. Uh, but that's, that's how narcissistic and antagonizing this secularism is. They, they pretend that we're all equal, all, all religions are equal, all communities are equal, but under, underneath they are fueling the fire for anarchy and war. And when it comes up on the top... When the currents form the waves and the waves come on over, the, over the, f- the surface of the sea and they think, oh, no, no, look, it's the other side causing it. But it's your currents that form the waves. You're fueling that fire, that fueling that identity politics, that oppressor versus oppressed continuously, this narrative about oppressor versus oppressed and what you get, anarchy, you get a Marxist um, conflicts, Uh, Cold wars, constant cold wars, just like the Christians have been in war with each other since 1064. They've changed the labels, they bought communism, Marxism, socialism, all Christian concepts from Europe. Now they've called it secularism, all these isms again. Underneath, it's the same anarchy of oppressor versus oppressed because they cannot understand that we are not a flat earth, we are cyclic, we are currents and waves, it's our currents that form our waves. Every time you say something, uh, you feel something, you live something, it's a manifestation of your energy that you've thrown out on the, on the world. So you have to clean that negativity, heal from the inside and rise up above the anarchy and And you the anarchy will go by itself. it's just a manifestation of the conflict in your mind. That's all it is, but you have to heal um so we see that again under on, on the United States, except for trump, there's anarchy for the last seventy five years. you have canada the the liberals have somehow since the last thirty years found a way to have conflict you have India this conflict every time the secularist the socialists are involved in the picture all of a sudden Modi comes the next lights are gone Kashmir is is coming down mafia is being reduced in India the war with Pakistan is coming to an end because they don't have any funds they cannot they cannot use the Indian economy Anymore to fund their budget of jihad and mujahideens, they can't use the Indian economy. So they're crying, Muslims are uh, Muslims are weak. Muslims are weak. It's not because Muslims are weak. It's their mafia that the Muslims mafia that they've been using to fund their own budget and their own military and their own jihad. And that, that mafia is no longer having a free day, a free car to do what they want and destroy the social uh, harmony and the social unity on the inside. And that's why they don't like Modi because he's a strong man. He doesn't allow the mafia to destroy the social life in society on the ground. Um, so we see there is continuously continuously this idea of war and the united states my dear friends is and I've, i'm looking at this i read i read parts of the book and listened to rajiv Malotra. i think you know who he is and he wrote the book snakes on the ganga if you ever have a chance to see it uh, read it please do read it um uh, one of the p groups that are funding this is is harvard and um, Harvard has made it a mission, he says, to churn people into, va- into voc- vocism, adapt that vocism to Indian society, and to use it uh, to dismantle Indian society on the ground in India. So in the States, they use the oppressor versus oppressed, white versus poor, uh, black. In India, they've adapted it. It's called CCP, critical caste theory. In the States, it's critical race theory. So they, in, in India, it's the caste. So something or the other they will find, they will adapt it. They will find the oppressor and the oppressed and you're in that oppressor and oppressed state from birth. So you cannot if you're a Hindu you have to become um you have to you are obviously oppressed. If you're Christian you're the oh oh my God, you're poor little victim. If you're Muslim you're a victim oh but you're Hindu you're the oppressor. And and if you're Dalit, you're considered untouchable. Uh, you're uh, the oppressed, poor little oppressed people. So they put this narrative in your mind. They throw it on the grounds. They amend it to the Indian society. And they want to dismantle the Indian social system, the society on the ground. Create uh, antagonism. Create war. Create anger. Create discontent. Create discord. Um, chaos. Anarchy. And that, my dear friend, is the this the it is the definition of Marxism. The definition of Marxism uh, mischief and. And war, that's how they create war. They feed you with a narrative, with a perception, only with the idea of creating war. Once there's war, there's disruption in economics, there is chaos, and you'll always have one people, you'll have refugees, you'll have one side versus the other side, you'll have genocide, you'll have conflict, and then you'll have war and that's why they are in the business of war. Who's making the money during this war? All the establishment of the world, all these establishments, these huge establishments, these huge banks, the the the, the, the left, uh, these uh, Soros gangs, uh, the f- all, the, um, all the war system, the old feudal system, um, the Bidens, the Trudeaus, the Soros, um, all of them, the Muslim Brotherhood, all of them are behind this machine of war. The more they have war, the more they are making money. So secularism, multiculturalism is the business of war and anarchy. And yes, it is happening. Yes, it's on the ground. So you have to understand the moment people say left or right, They want to put you one against the other, and you have to say you have to understand them that both are the the confrontation is between people who are who don't know um, that we are same when when there's no real left or right. We are just cycles and cycles and cycles of um, of currents and waves, and we have to understand that. Uh, we have to heal and you have to tell these people who put it against you. Like someone told me, um, um, I, I was just saying something about India today and how that lady pretty, I don't know what her name, she's always interrupting someone when they talk. I, just, I said, my God, the screaming and, and the interrupting, she's so... Uh, antagonizing this woman, I put it off, I put the news off, and, and, and someone said, well, you, you should look at uh, Republic TV, and you should look at India today, but I said, just because you see one side, I don't like one side, doesn't mean I'm going to like the other side, doesn't mean I'm going to like the left and the right, whoever's screaming, I'm here to have a conversation, I'm not here to scream and go left versus right, but they put you one against the other, and this, this, my dear friend, is secularism at its worst it's the business of war to make money, keep giving you that perception of the mind to antagonize you, to hurt you, um, and to create a conflict which they will then turn into a war machine. And guess what? And you, before you know it, you've lost your home, you've lost your society, you've lost your peace. Uh, And you'll be in three generations of trauma after that. Um, And so it is important for you to understand this. Uh, Do not fall into this. Do not fall into this idea of secularism and Marxism. Multiculturalism is egalitarian society. We are all equal. Yes, we are all currents of waves. We are all made from the same cosmic energy. Same cosmic energy. But we are not a flat earth. We're not communities versus one another. Each each human being is a wave, is a current and a wave, and we have an individual rhythm of that currents and waves. If you look on the planet, you see the oceans, no two currents are the same length. That's who we are, we are currents and waves, and we will find our own rhythm, balance it out, go out into the beach, pan out, and come back into the ocean, and join the, the oceans, and churn again um, with n- new strength. Um... A new uh vocabulary, new knowledge, and it 's up to us to offload and to upload as we choose fit and it 's up to us to heal, we can heal, we can be better, we can uh, remove the garbage from our minds, and we can understand we can we will only meet people who are mirror image who of who we are so who we're looking at are, at the other side is actually a mirror image of who we are and we don't like it. We have to understand where the mistakes on our side are or whichever side you're standing on. Heal, learn and, and resurrect yourself the next day with more knowledge, more gusto, more confidence and you'll be free. So I hope that I've given you some information um, about secularism that it's in the business of war. If you want to heal, you can remove that word from your mind, remove these concepts, um, remove this perception, remove the rent-free space from your mind, fill it with knowledge, join the dots, and you will heal. And once you heal, you'll be free from this mess, you'll be free to be who you choose to be on your terms, and you will be beautiful as beautiful can get. There is not going to be violence. There's going to be peace because the peace is going to come in your head. You're going to be free from from negativity. You're going to uh, be in a safe space and that's what's important for you. So thank you very much for your time. I hope I've given you some information. Please do uh, share it with your friends and your family and... Um, have that conversation as much as you want, whatever side your opinion is on. It's not important. The important thing is having that opinion. So thank you once again. Cheers and stay safe.